Well, yeah, let's just go now. Let's just end the show All now. All the Amtrak of adulting. <laughs> Ain't no brakes on the rape train. Shit, everyone, we're back with a new episode of World One One Podcast. Joining us tonight, the wonderful, amazing uh, sound technician that makes this all possible, Eddie V, the Chocolate Thunder, Wonder from Down Under, full of blue. Praise be to Jesus, oh Lord and Lord, is Eddie V. Oh my goodness, I love Titanfall 2 so much. <laughs> oh, and hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And joining us from north of the border, uh, Fresh off the uh, the insanity of you know beating on the floor over a uh, you know in an apartment over an insane house party, it's our resident snow Mexican, Adrian. These these inches have been getting longer and longer with every episode. Oh <laughs> no! Okay, I got a problem with this because okay, when I say everybody is the camera Kineski, oh my god, da da da, and then we we'll never say the snow Mexican. Well, these intros are getting very long. Just like, really, Adrian? <laughs> well, I don't know. I can't like snow Mexicans. They sound really cool. <laughs> C- caramel Connecticut. <laughs> but I don't like caramel. <laughs> Why did you say that? I don't know. <laughs> I never like, did. <laughs> we can get rid of caramel Connecticut. I can still go back to butterscotch Broheim. Oh, God, snow. <laughs> Let's see, snow no Mexican. Adrian snow, snow is Mexican the Mr. Works. Werther's original. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and so he begins. It is the Danny Toffee Trejo. Uh, why do you think we're a train wreck of professionalism? <laughs> All aboard Amtrak, motherfuckers. Of no ticket. <laughs> oh, my uh, So... Great big pile of shit to go over tonight, but let's start with what the fuck have you all been playing? Adrian, what have you been playing? Because we haven't heard from your ass in a while. Um, not much. Mostly like Rocket League every now and then. Uh, other than that, I participated on Extra Life. Yay, congratulations. Uh, last, uh, last weekend, the weekend before that. And I played tons of Mario Maker. I won a Mario Kart 8 tournament. Uh, Yay! Oh! Although I did finish uh, last night, I was at a friend's house. Uh, I finished Gears One for the first time. Um, that was a fun game. It was a fun game. It's very repetitive, but yeah, it's fun. Well, we just finished it in one sitting, so I didn't get time to get annoyed. Just, just tons of shooting. Uh, and Eddie, what about you? What's uh, what's been in your disc drive lately? I have been playing Titanfall Two. Um, I just picked up Blue Dragon. Just picked up uh, Wolfenstein: The New Blood. Um, been playing Phoenix Wright, uh, um, the latest one. Uh, 
I haven't cut on my Wii U and just yet uh, to return back to Paper Mario Color Splash and uh, Tokyo Mirage Session. I will be getting to those games like like very soon. Um, I've been playing uh, Destiny because I'm doing my 40 days of Destiny. And, uh, goodness, if you have to go to World 101 Facebook page, you guys, and click on the links and read my two weeks because... You will understand why I have that grown. Um, like I said, Titanfall 2 is the best. Um, play Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Like did a mission and a half and haven't popped it back in. Um, I'm about to start Watch Dogs 2. And I'm about to start uh, um, Batman Telltale's uh, adventure until Friday once Pokemon Sun and Moon come out. I'll have that. So, I'm kind of juggling about 15 games at the moment, or 10 games at the moment. So, yeah, that's what I've been playing in the past couple of months. Oh, and Gears, of, and Gears of War 4, I, I, I'm still playing a bit. Um, in other news, Eddie discovered the secret to have more time in a day. Yeah, it's called making sure that you work in the morning and that, that you don't have to take your sister to work. You can actually come home and do the stuff that she needs to do because she works overnight. Ah, <laughs> uh, fantastic. Um, the fuck have I been playing? Uh, I was just sitting and playing. Yep, was just sitting and playing some Geometry Wars three uh, before we started the show because I found an awesome physical copy of it at Walmart for twenty bucks. Totally worth it. Um, also, finally picked up a physical copy of Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition. For a whopping twenty dollars, also fantastically worth it because not only is the game in the box, but there's also a physical copy of the soundtrack in the box, and that makes nice. me way happy. Oh, that's really good. Great music. Oh, oh my yes. god! Anybody that loves a good Metroid game needs to play Ori in the Blind Forest because, damn it, it's good. Um, Can I also make a, well, a music well, recommendation? Um, if you have not, uh, there's a game called I Am Set Sooner on PS4. It's a digital game. Yeah, I, uh, I watched a Let's Play of that actually a couple weeks ago. That soundtrack is draw dropping gorgeous. I'm like, oh, oh my absolutely. goodness, this music is so good. But go, I'm sorry, Derry, to take. I'm, I just want people to know about the title and know about the soundtrack. It, it, it's it's something to really relax to if it's going to help you if you need help sleeping. It, it's just ah, so good. I love I love. Oh goodness! I feel like I need that Dragon Quest Eight soundtrack. <laughs> oh. uh, what else have I been playing? Off and on, I've been playing a little bit of uh, Michael Bay's Ridge Racer uh, Split Second. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love yeah, that discussion. That's the only explanation for that fucking game, but it's fun. I, I still like Split Second. Um, it's a good game. No, it, it is. I like the format. I like the backdrop. You know, pitching it like it's this awesome. You know reality action racing show thing it's it's ridiculous but it's it's entertaining for that very simple fact um yeah everything blows up and everything wants to kill you and it's a racing game it's it's fun um but yeah that's that's been a lot of what i've been playing uh i don't think there's been much else uh, i dinked around with a little bit of shadow complex again um a little bit of castle crashers here and there just some small Stuff that I can pick up and play for an hour and put back down again because uh, I haven't had a whole lot of time because everything's been really busy. But yeah, that's that's been a whole lot of what I've been playing. I also found a copy 
of uh, DJ Hero 1 for the 360 mm-hmm. at my local game store with an immaculate uh, controller pad for that for a whopping 8 bucks. Uh, I, I got the one that, for... Because that uh, game has everything from Daft Punk to fucking California Raisins. I still have the game for Wii. With the uh, turntable in uh, the game. Um, oh, it was a good game. It just got buried in the fact of poor timing because everyone was so burned out on, you know, plastic controller everything. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the hero name had kind of been run into the ground by Activision at that point. And that was kind of the last nail in the coffin until, um, you know, the, the most recent iteration of Guitar Hero came out. Wow. So... No, I, I still think it's a fun game. I like it. Yeah, and Adrian, um, I am going to return to Gun Vault. Uh, I do have, have a lot on my 3DS. Uh, I just need to start playing it uh, a little bit more. Uh, to Gun Vault? Yeah. I, um, I, got, I didn't get stuck, but I, I started dying in a level. Uh, I don't remember the number. Uh, like a couple of times, and then you just had to put it down, and I've been so... Adrian? Oh, there we go. So we can see what the so big thing floating around in the last couple of days. Uh, talk that Breath of the Wild is not a launch title for the uh, Switch. Um, they're saying that uh, there's still a fair bit of work to do in terms of localization and whatnot um, in finishing that, and we're looking now potentially at a 2017 window. Somewhere between summer and December, um, quite likely at this point. Uh, my my immediate thought, and I'm curious to hear what you guys think, but my immediate thought was uh, kind of feeling like maybe they pulled the trigger on doing a E3 that was nothing but Breath of the Wild out for over at this point, and that could have been better spent on you know what maybe was left for the Wii U. Uh, actually talking about the Switch. Um, God, what else could they have done besides that? Oh, I know. Almost anything would have been helpful. But uh, thoughts? Um, uh, it's, just, it's a rumor at this point. Uh, I don't think they're going to delay it. Um, because I know they really want to get this game out. Uh with the probably like a maybe a week or two after the reuse release or probably release it on both days um and we'll probably find out uh on the 12th of january you know nintendo's not saying anything about it um even i think even if they delay it that would be fine because hopefully more systems are will be in people's hands and they will still be really really and ready to get this game and maybe more new content it will be in the uh, Switch version I don't know uh, I, I when they when they said that the Breath of the Wild was coming to the NX I never expected it to be at the same time I don't know why people thought it was coming out at the same time but the, that was something that everybody was like oh yeah so March is the release of of Zelda. Like, mm, is it though? I don't think I mean, so. I think because of if of the Wii U version being done, and with that being like uh, the Switch in March being a, the you know whatever release date they have, 
that would be a system seller. So they well, sounds like though the Wii U version isn't done. They're like neither version is done because from what they're saying, the the holdup at this point or the delay is for localization, which means that's going to be an issue for both versions. Well, well, I, I wonder who's the, well. If they do, are doing localization, I wonder if they're going to, if they're going through 8.4, uh, 8.4 play, or if they're doing it internal. Because I don't think they, they normally don't have a problem with localization. If, if that is the case, I, you, and I know people would not, you would hate that it get delayed. If they actually delay both versions, I kind of would be happy because for me, definitely as a, as a person who has to not only play Persona 5 in Horizon uh, for b- the both games for PS4, I, I mean, that's a lot on my plate that I got to try to get done before that game is released in March. And on top of Mass Effect Andromeda coming out close to it, so I would rather just be like, okay, you know what, I am still got to switch. A Zelda is delayed to June good that means my summer could be dedicated to that game alone for the summer what do you think that's going to mean though for uh for initial sales on the switch because i'm betting you they you know everyone was banking on picking up the switch because you know at launch because they were going to be able to get their hands on breath of the wild for this thing at launch and if that's not there in that launch window they've got a major deficit and yeah, it, potentially it, it, that could have some long-term effects because if they don't have a, a solid install base, uh, you know, a, a great launch coming out of this, you know, we could just as easily see a repeat of the last several generations of hardware where third parties look at it and go, yeah, I don't know. Well, you know what? And this goes for any console. I think uh, one game system seller isn't there uh, like it should be. And I think if if the Switch comes out at a reasonable price, it it's it works from day one. Um, people are getting a good idea of it. You see a lot of people start carrying it on the go. If Nintendo stocks it, uh, you know, as as much as they can, not like the NES Mini. We'll, we'll probably talk about that later on, uh, which I have everybody. He he he. But if they can, Eddie's going to give it away in our new contest. <laughs> 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 Good luck on that contest, everybody, because you will not be getting it. I got an NES Mini. It's called the Wii U. You can buy a majority of the games on it. And you can get all the games on. And you can get my Nintendo points for it also. But um but it's just like if even if I feel like even if um Breath of the Wild doesn't come out for a Switch uh on time and it comes out at a later date, that's completely fine with me because, there's, there, like I said, there's blockbuster games for it. If the price of the system is good and they got reasonable games that work, that, you know, that's not that's not problematic or anything. You don't have to wait for loading times or installment times and stuff. I think people would still pick it up and be like, yeah, this this feels fine. I'm having fun with my friends. It controls good. There's completely stocked. A lot of people are getting it. If the marketing is done well and other games play good, I'll be good to go. I think, And I think that's what people will want. Uh, it would suck 
uh, that is not on Switch at the release. But I'm just like, think about it. You got almost a whole bunch of, you already got the first half of 2017 packed with exciting games. Why not get Zelda in June and be able to dedicate a whole summer to explore a vast a vast world like that? Don't forget, this is something new for Nintendo themselves, doing a Zelda game in the open world. So you want to kind of get it right because it's big expectations for it. I'm more worried about the Switch not coming out with a Mario game at launch. I think that's far more important than Zelda, really. Because Mario is more recognizable to the mainstream media than Link. So if if you don't have a Mario game with that when that system launched, I mean the Wii the Wii did well, but it was the Wii. So I don't think it's fair to compare. So that that dives into my next question. Um, you know, uh, assuming that Zelda doesn't make it at launch. What do you think Nintendo needs to have at launch to, uh, you know, keep it from bombing out of the gate? Skyrim. Mario. I don't think they need Mario. They need Skyrim. Mm, yeah, they, maybe. Skyrim too, but Mario. I, I think, uh, well, because I, I don't know how the sales are for Skyrim on PS4 and Xbox One, but if if Skyrim is a big game to win the audience over again and they could play that on the go and they add new features and customizable things that's not in PS4 or Xbox One that would be the ones to get that would be like kind of almost the definite and to play it on the go for long road trips and stuff yeah Skyrim would do it Skyrim would be the one I'm not saying that Mario wouldn't sell or anything but I think we need to see more of it and it has to be something that's like so mind blowing that we haven't seen in a while. Don't get me wrong, I'm already already, already will buy Mario, even if it doesn't come on day one. Like I will literally get the game whenever it drops. Now, do you think we'll see something at launch uh, along the lines of like Switch Play or uh, Switch Land um, to something that's you know there to showcase? What the what the system does the way Wii Sports did or uh, Nintendo Land did? No, we won't see nothing like that. I think the, getting the feel of the system would be, and getting the idea of its concept is what's going to sell it, not the games itself. Um, because the way that we see it in the video, be like, oh, that's a really cool uh, concept, cool idea, and you know, Nintendo really trying to bring these games to the system and they can handle it. I think that's what more people are happy about. Uh, not saying that Nintendo Land and Wii Sports and stuff wasn't successful, but they needed that game to get the idea of what you could do on that system and how much fun and innovative and how different it is from the other consoles. Um, and cater to people who never tried a console, but it's so simple and easy to just pick up and play. You know. Right on. So, Adrian, this next one is for you. Yes. Uh, we we want to talk about Mario Run, because I know you've been bitching about this today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're feeling my pain, Adrian. How do I feel about Destiny? Like, ugh. Yeah, I don't, I mean, 
I think I said pretty much everything that I had to say about it, but just ask the well, question, I guess. Put out there for anyone that hasn't caught this yet. Uh, pricing and release date for Mario Run has been announced. It's coming out next month, and uh, it's coming out with a, a, a free sample version, essentially, where you get to you know try a little bit of you know all the bits of the game. But if you want to, you know, get full access to all of it, unlimited, it's, you know, a whopping $9.99, which, you know, raises the, the question, how do you feel about the price point? Is it a big deal? And, um, you know, what what would you have wanted out of it uh, different, if anything? I'll let you go. Yeah. Go ahead, Adrian. So, so... So when I first saw the news, first of all, I like I woke up late today, and by the time I woke up, there was already many conversations um, around this. Um, so it was it was like a crazy morning at the beginning for sure. But <clears throat> once I saw the video, I was just like, oh man, this game looks a lot cooler um, than they show originally. I'm very much looking forward to this uh, price. It is a premium price, like not especially on mobile on the mobile market. Not many games are priced um, that high. There's some that are like way higher though than ten bucks for sure. But <clears throat> my problem started when I went to the comment section, and I should know better. Never ever ever go to the comment section of something you love. Um, and I just started reading people complain about like, oh, nine dollars is too much. This game should be free because it's a runner. Uh, Nintendo wasted their time. Uh, this is garbage. They didn't do their homework. Blah blah blah. And like, I took it to to Facebook to basically just say a quick few words uh, about it. In uh, you can read you can read it on the on the Facebook group for sure. You can just go to uh, the World One One Podcast Facebook group. Uh, you can read it there. It's I think it's pinned and everything. If we pin it, I don't remember if we did, but I'm pretty sure it's it's at the top of the uh, of of the group there. But basically, the idea was uh, me saying how expensive games are to make nowadays. Nine ninety nine for a game that you're buying once, where afterwards you don't have to see any ads. You don't have to see. Uh, any uh, pop-ups or prompts asking you to buy coins or gems or whatever to get, you know, an extra turn to play some more. Uh, you don't have any of that. Um, and you know what? Like People are thinking that the mobile market should all be free. I never thought that way. To this, to this, to, even to this day, I think I, we could have sold Tuna Cycle for more than $1. But... I mean, I was outbought it to just sell it for one dollar. I still think that the work that we put on that game is worth, you know, at least at least three bucks, I think. Um, but the reality is that m- most people in the you know in the mobile market think that the games should be free to play, or they should have ads, or they should just be free, or there should be just one dollar. That's the standard, right? And I think Nintendo's trying to be- break free of that. Uh, and I, I, I'm very interested to see um, more about it for sure. But that was kind of like a little rant, uh, you know, just in, in a couple of words. Um, but they're doing something really smart, which is what you said, Larry. They put in a demo, uh, which is not really a demo. It's like I think it's the first world that you can play, and then it prompts you if you want to buy the full version to keep playing the other worlds. Um the game shouldn't be compared to an Infinite Runner because it's more of a 
puzzle platformer because you have to find the best path to get uh, like more points and stuff like that. So I don't know. I think it's gonna be like really really cool, and I can't wait to for December fifteenth to play somewhere. Right on. I, I think the only thing missing from Mario Runner, and I, I really do hope that somehow they figure out how to incorporate this uh, somewhere down the line, Would it would be brilliant if Mario Maker got an update to where you could start building levels uh, designed specifically for Runner and uh, then release them out into the wild. And they could show up on Runner. Mm. Well, I could see that. Um, to talk about the pricing thing, my thing has, is this: y'all must pay forty bucks for No Man's Sky, and that was broken out the gate, and y'all complained about it. This game from Mario is ten dollars. You know the quality of Mario games. You know how much care Nintendo puts into it. They're not trying to rip you off with microtransactions. They're not trying to rip you off with ass or anything. They're trying to give you a fun and enjoyable experience that uh, that and show you the hard work and creativity they put into this game. If you're mad about it, don't buy it. You know, is yeah, you guys, if you made it a big deal that this game is coming to an Apple product, it's soon to Android, okay, fine. Don't get mad at the price. Because they they put some work into it. They used a lot of assets. Um, it wasn't just something quick that they just gobbled together. You know, they... I feel like the quality that and the hard work that they put into it is going to justify the $10. And it's going to probably get challenging later on. Why would Nintendo want to drip feed you content? They're not all about that. So, my thing is, if you don't like it, don't buy it. Now, I don't have a, well, I got to get a new phone. Uh, and hopefully, I'll just go get an iTouch. Um, I'm going to buy Mario Run. I would literally go, my mom has an iPad. I would go and make sure that she has the game full on so I could play because I want to experience what it is I'll spend the $10 heck I spend $10 on on eating McDonald's and that's not even healthy for me Where yeah exactly right that's that's the way I see it really it's you can uh, buy garbage to burn your body or you can buy a really cool interesting game to play on your phone right in a cycle Exactly. That's that's how I'm selling my game. <laughs> You're welcome for that, by the way. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, it's it's good. Well, the bad thing about it is that Mario 3D, uh, Mario Maker for 3DS is coming in December. With, uh, like you said, Larry, uh, it would. I would say that if you could use the 3DS version for it, if not. I say down the line, maybe for Switch, it integrates with mobile and 3DS. That, you know, Mario Run is now available for the Switch for uh, $9.99 if you want to. But you, but if you have levels from 
Mario Maker for your 3DS. Uh, and you can incorporate it or even put the code in that you get for making your levels. Hopefully, we you codes will work on it too. Any code that you still have that's the that's that that works, put it in. Um, if they if or if they even give you the option for the Wii U and 3DS as the update, like you said, Larry, make worlds that's going to fit in Mario, uh, Mario Super Mario Run. Like I, I think that would require an update on the actual Mario Maker side mm-hmm. for them to say that you know here's the format that you have to work within in order to make this work for Runner. Right. And I would be I would be cool with that, you know. It, it's a simple game. You jump with your you you press the touch screen with one finger and he jumps. But how hard is that? And if the game really gives you a challenge and it gives you your money's worth, then what's the complaint? And my thing is, if you're gonna complain, don't buy it. But then don't complain and still get the game and be like, this is an amazing game that I'm having fun with. Or spending your bus ride or a car trip or whatever playing this game. On the contrary, just give it a try by yourself. Make your own opinion. Don't wait for others to tell you if a game is good or bad. Play the demo. It is free to play after all. And then make your goddamn mind. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too, is, you know, you have that option to play some of it first before you spend any money on it, you know, and I, dear God, I miss the days of, you know, 360 and PS3, where almost everything coming out had a fucking demo. I know. That shit's not happening anymore, and that's tragic. Well, it's not like, I I, I will actually venture to say, like, way before the, uh, the PS3 and Xbox uh, 360 era, back on the PC days, you could get uh, demos on magazines and, like, honestly, everywhere. Everything had a demo, yeah. which, I mean, I, I, I know the, the OUYA was a fail, but their idea of everything must be free to play somehow or uh, free to start was brilliant. You oh, yeah. could download uh, part of the game, just play it, see if you like it, and then buy it yourself. And that's something that has been lost for a long time, and I still have no idea and how that happened. Because it, I think mobile has made uh, people's expectations uh, to... to, to uh, how am I going to I won't how I state this. Like it made made their expectations that like you like you guys were saying like every time a game comes to mobile it needs to be cheap and it or it needs to be free to play, and not everything needs to be that way. Just because you're used to it, don't expect that another company who is getting into the mobile market is going to stick to that business uh, business practice because some it just doesn't work for them. You know they got to make a profit if they're going to give you. If they're going to put all this hard work, it shouldn't be. They they kind of feel, I in my viewpoint, 99 cent is a disgrace. It's kind of a slap to Nintendo. Yeah. You know, and to me, it's not about getting sales on how many copies that you could, that how many copies you could get. It's going to be like, if they make, like you said, Adrian, 
you got you guys worked on tuna cycle and you feel like that's a three dollars game because you guys invested a lot of time and a lot of effort into it and to get the reactions that people give you kind of a dollar is you know a dollar i feel like it's the entryway you know if you get it if you're gonna pay a dollar okay we're gonna give you one third of the game because if you're gonna treat our product like this even after the free to start or the little demo if you're gonna give us 99 cent we're only gonna give you 99 cent worth of content if you want the full game pay the three dollars and experience everything in full because we can't do that with video games for consoles or even for PC. The only time that we can pretty much do it is if we're doing an adventure game, like something from Telltale. You know, we can't do that with indie games. Um, just to give them a pro- give them, we expect them to put all their hard work. So the, the game that they come out needs to be only maybe two ninety nine or less. Like we don't, we don't do that. We have to pay a premium price because. They got to make money off of this product. Yes, Nintendo got money, but they still got to make money off of this product. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not enough to just, you know, have money. When you're a company like that, you have a, a responsibility and an obligation to your shareholders to continue to grow their business, and, you know, that's, that's what happens. And I think you're right, too. I do think the mobile market has ruined a lot of, you know, uh, standard expectations of what a mobile game should be. You know, it's there's so much crap out there that really is only worth 99 cents, which, you know, is still at least 49 cents better than the crap that 50 cent put out. But. Wow. And, and then yeah. the thing about it is, you're going to get imitators trying to do the same thing as Super Mario Run at a cheaper price. And it's going to be garbage. Well, that's guess what? You want garbage because you want to give us that price? They're going to feed you garbage. Cause just because something is low in price doesn't mean that, uh, that the game is always going to be good. You know, if, if, if there was a magazine for just mobile review scores, goodness, shoot, that thing probably would be like 600 pages for like 40 bucks or something. <laughs> And then every review, every review score would be two, 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 two. Oh, this one's a three, two, two. <laughs> God, that's the thing. That's the big difference. Is that you know, so many people when they put something out, you know, with the intent of getting it on mobile and selling it for ninety nine cents a you know a pop, they they put about ninety nine cents worth of fucking effort into it, and you're gonna get a ninety nine cent game out of it. You know, garbage in, garbage out. Meanwhile, what you're most likely going to be getting with uh, Mario Run here is going to be something that's of a, a higher caliber quality than your usual, you know, run-of-the-mill uh, mobile game that you downloaded because it cropped up on the free page on the App Store somewhere. And how long is these these 99 games going to keep your attention? Compared to what Super Mario Run might do. Super Mario Run might be 30 good levels. And it'll probably keep your attention. And you probably want to get better in practice. And try to get on leaderboards. And be able to show off on stuff that you could do. You can't really do that with a 99 cent. Really? Flappy Birds? 
it looks like you a, know, I still play Flappy Bird every once in a while. I'll but it looks like a know. Steam game, a Steam Greenlight game that failed. And and how long does it keep your attention? Like, are you going to be playing Super Mario Run for at least two to three weeks and then forget about it, or are you going to play a ninety-nine cent game that you only play for five minutes and you might not even think about it because you're on Facebook or Twitch or I mean Twitter? But yeah, there, there you go. There's some thoughts on Mario Run. But I, I figured it, it needed to be talked about because that shit happened today. I feel your anger, Adrian. I'm sorry. I... No, I, like, I mean, when when, I, when I, they commented about it, right, uh, some people were saying, um, and I mean, it is unfair to, to get mad at people's opinion, right? Like, everybody really is entitled to have their opinion, whatever. I should have uh, accept that. Um, I think I took it too personally because as an as a indie developer and as a mobile developer at the moment, I just don't like when people just think that something should be either just be given to them or should be at a price they think is worth and not see past you know, how much work it was put into it or, like, the time it took or the investment that it cost to make such a thing, right? It's like going to a museum and say, like, oh, this painting, it should only be $1. Like, just just shut up. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. Uh, I'll get you a book of you know, some watercolors and tell you to go sit in the corner sh- in, with a dust. <laughs> Oh, so um, other thing to touch on in the uh, in the Nintendo department, uh, the the Switch is apparently opening up for pre-orders in a few places, including uh, some price points are being shown. Obviously, we don't know if those prices are you know carry any real weight to them because there hasn't been any official announcement yet. But uh, we're seeing uh, Canada price points showing. About three hundred and twenty-nine bucks uh, in snow Mexican money in I like it. Yeah, we we could definitely do snow pesos. So, the official new currency of Canada, the snow peso. Um, yep. So, in any case, uh, what what do we think? Do we think that there's any merit? Do we think that maybe they're getting close to the mark here? And also, um, how long do you think we're going to see those pre-orders up before they vanish um, and go the way of the uh, NES Mini pre-order? Um, the leak came from a um, what's the name from a Toys R Toys R Us uh, online re uh, like retailer page, I guess. Um, it's weird, but I'm not surprised. I think everybody was saying like, "Hey, if it's, it's like between 199 and 299, that's gonna be like a really sweet spot for the console, right?" 250 worked for the Wii, like it really worked for the Wii, and I think it can really work for the Switch. Um, 250 is 329 Canadian. Um, which is not great, but it is our own fault that the dollar is so garbage right now. Um, 
but 329 is still it is still cheaper than the Wii U, um, which means that the Wii U is going to have one hell of a price drop in Canada, and um, more people are going to be, be picking up an amazing console, and then they're going to be picking the Switch because I don't think that is a I don't think that is a very high price to be honest, considering how the cheapest option after that is an Xbox One for, I want to say, three ninety nine in that's Canada. That's the um, uh, yes, I think for the uh, 500 gig, the cheapest option is 379 Ooh, Question mark? Y'all still higher than us. Uh, well, yeah, it, oh, it's always going to be higher than you guys. You've got to remember the conversion from the U.S. dollar to the snow peso. Yeah, exactly. Like, 379 is, what, probably like 300 bucks in the U.S.? It's not, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, that's going to be really cheap. And I'm just building a gaming PC like tomorrow I'm finished building it so I'm going to be very happy that I didn't spend money on anything else other than my PC and next year I'm just going to buy a Switch and I'm going to have the best of both worlds I'm going to have the best third party games on the best platform you can play them and then I'm going to have a Switch with all the best exclusives there are so uh, that makes me extremely happy I still think it's going to be three forty nine ninety nine, and well, like in the U.S. In, in, in the U.S. Uh, no, that's that's way too high, dude. If if, if 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 Nvidia is talking about how great their tech is, uh, with their processing and stuff, it's going to be three forty nine ninety nine. I think with the dock, uh, hopefully with the dock, the sit the um, the, the screen, um. Maybe uh maybe the pro controller, but the pro controller is gonna probably be still be separate. Um, I I think three forty nine ninety nine they're gonna go with it. Um, I could see it getting as high as three forty nine ninety nine, but I don't see it I be higher than that. I think that's the high end of the spectrum. I'm honestly uh, bracing for between three and three fifty. Um. But, Adrian, you, you touched on something else that I wanted to hit on, too. Um, Strippers? I, I'm really suspect yes. whether or not the Wii U is going to get a price cut when this happens. Because uh, on the backs of the uh, the discredited rumor that Nintendo was discontinuing production on the Wii U, uh, about a week later, Nintendo says, yeah, we're discontinuing production of the Wii U. In different, <laughs> yeah. in different countries, but not as, not in North America. To clarify that, so we're still yeah, it's, I think it's Japan. Yeah. I think it's just like Asia right now, and then soon it'll maybe be Europe. Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. will be last uh, because we still sell a lot of Wii U's. Um, yeah, like the, the the Wii U. It's I mean, it's not the the greatest, uh, the most competitive console out there. But it still sells pretty well, especially during the holiday season. Yeah. Like the last weekend, um, I think I've saw sold like probably like five between five and eight consoles, like Wii U consoles. So um, that's not a bad number for you know just like a weekend. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, um, I've literally had to scan weed use out of from my job, and uh, actually got some reorders, and I'm almost out. And this is yeah. before Black Friday. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so um, I don't know. I don't know if there will be a price cut. I I think it will be really smart. Uh, if there is, of course, not right now, but like once the uh, switch comes out, then yes, just drop the price of the Wii U, just like they did with, uh, or just what they do with um, every time a new iPhone comes out, right? The new iPhone gets the a premium price, and then the one before that just gets dropped for, by like 200, 300 bucks cheaper, right? Um, so I, I, I think it will be a smart idea. If, like, if you lower the Wii U price to like, I don't know, like 100 bucks less here in um in Canada which will be around like 70 bucks in in the US that will be like that will make a lot of people that are kind of like on defense about it they will probably buy it at that price right yeah they would especially because I'm uh, correct me if I'm wrong Eddie but like I'm guessing that all the the Wii U's that you guys have on your store are the Mario Kart 8 bundle right yes it is yeah yeah exactly so like if you're buying a Wii U, which is like hundred dollars, seventy dollars cheaper, uh, and it comes with Mario Kart Eight already packed in, uh, yes, uh, give me, give me that. Don't forget you're getting the extra DLC that we had to pay what twelve dollars to get and enjoy. So I'm just like, y'all must is getting a steal. Yeah, exactly. And then you got. Then I you think that if they're smart. I think that if they're smart. We'll see a price cut um, with any luck next month because I think it's it's a last hurrah and a last opportunity to really start pushing them. <coughs> ah, shit! Uh, start pushing them out the door before the switch happens, and I, I think after the switch happens, there's not going to be much looking back at that point. I, I don't think there'll be a price cut. I think they're going to go sales. Uh... Um, yeah, for like Black Friday and stuff yeah. like that. Sales. Yeah, I don't think I don't. Yeah, I don't think the price drop will happen until after the Switch comes out. I really doubt it. And they're probably I dropping. I would terrible say, move to wait for that. I would say that it, even with it being two ninety nine, I think they would drop a hundred dollars off and make it two hundred bucks for maybe a week and a half. Like if you if you catch some good sales about the system, I think they'll drop it like to a hundred. Uh, to two hundred dollars, and probably would be like you know you get the system that comes with the game, but you also could get half price or forty percent off on another game, or you could get this certain game free if you buy if you buy the Wii U. Like they're going, Nintendo's going to probably start rolling out the excuse me the discounts for um for the Wii U for people that have. Because they, nor- they normally do. Like, we're not even getting a Black Friday Wii U like we did with Splatoon and stuff. So, it's just... Oh, like, man, that was a sweet deal. Uh, the $99 uh, new 3DS. Yes. So, you know, work and I think the only one they're doing this year is the Lime Green Yoshi one. I think that's the only special edition. Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so I mean, for Nintendo, I mean, they're going to be pushing out the deals and stuff. Definitely, like with Amiibo and some of their old games, you know, um, and they're probably like hype 
you know, hype up just some of their classic games. Be like, you know, you guys could pick this up uh, for a, a, even a cheap discount on Amazon or something like that. Like, they're going to be really pushing it. Um, so, because they want to get rid, they kind of want to make space for the Switch. You know, they want to move as much product as they can, still make a profit off of it, and then be ready to be like, okay, we're, we cleared out our inventory and stuff. Now it's time to focus and market market more on the switch and pu- and put it out there because we don't even because hopefully on January twelve twelve we see how the box looks and I personally cannot wait till it comes to my job so I could actually get my hands on it and just be like ooh and don't forget everybody I know a Nintendo rep who has who's going to have the system maybe and might let me try it out. So I, I'm telling you, man. If I was working in the marketing department at Nintendo, I'd be in a meeting telling them, "It's like, all right, look, guys, we got to set the stage for this shit." And this shit should have been happening three months ago. What should have been happening is a selection of Wii U games like Splatoon, uh, Mario Kart, um, oh hell, Mario Maker, and Smash. Uh, don't go full blown, uh, you know, classics, dirt cheap, twenty dollar level, but give those four big titles fifty bucks a blanket price cut down to forty bucks. Then, so you you started spurring some interest in those four games again. Get get a few more people picking them up that you know were were sitting on the sidelines, and then beginning in November they should have gone Wii U two hundred bucks, bam. There's your Christmas boom. You're you're pushing them out the door. They've come Larry, down. Can I say something? And, and on top of that, you can take that hundred bucks that you saved, and you can pick out two or three of those games, those benchmark staple Wii U mm-hmm. titles for you know 120 bucks for three of those, and stick them all under the tree for about you know twenty dollars more than it would have cost you to buy just the system, or that it still does right now. Yeah. And then on top of that, a couple of those benchmark titles. Like Splatoon and uh, Mario Kart 8, we're all looking at ones that are probably going to see a re-release on the Wii U. Get people pumped up for it and go, "Oh shit, this is awesome! It's on the Switch now, and then I can totally take it on the go." Fuck yeah, I will rebuy that too. But but Larry, really, if you're in the marketing department, you're gonna be trying to get them to make a new Metroid. Stop it. <laughs> That's true. I'm working in the development department. No, no, let me rephrase that. You're going to try to make them make Metroid and a new F Zero. So come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I would be in the hiring department first, talking to uh, Milton and his crew from AM2R. Going, um, we we have a blank contract for you. We would like you to sign it and set your own terms, please. Nintendo Japan. Will I would fire be starting you. right there. And then I'd be on the phone with Sega and be like, hey, guys, you remember that awesome F-Zero game that you guys made for us, like, a decade ago? Can you do that shit again? Wasn't that arcade or no? Uh, GX and AX were both Sega. I thought that was Nimco. Nope. We've had this discussion. That shit is Sega. Oh, wow. Oh. We're clutching my pearls. I don't know why I've been saying that lately. (laughs) So, in any case, but yeah, that I think would have been the smart thing to do for them to give them a really great holiday boom, especially since um, 
Obviously, there are some supply issues with their other big holiday caveat. Um, you know, it's not like they're losing money on it, but they certainly could have been making more if they had done a better job stocking and supplying that shit. But, you know, look who we're fucking talking about here. If you're shocked, raise your hand. Mm, yeah, thought so. So, in any case, no, this, you know, and they're, I guarantee you, they're sitting on a stockpile of these things that aren't moving at any reasonably rapid pace. You know, you could be flying these fuckers out the door, at least making something up on them, and then on top of that, discounting it, you're going to get people buying up games to, uh, you know, throw with it to put under the, put in a stocking somewhere. That would have been fucking brilliant. No. So, and anyways, that's that's my rant. That's my tangent on the subject. Um, in other news, uh, da, da, da. yeah. So we we also started kind of talking about the uh, the NES Mini here. Um, obviously, great big issue with uh, supply. Nowhere near enough out in the wild uh, to really fill any kind of you know demand in any meaningful way. And we're hearing, too, that we may not be seeing a resupply until possibly after Christmas. Um, thoughts, feelings, Eddie doesn't give a shit because he's got one. I think Adrian died because he didn't say anything. Look, it's the game is on... Uh... Don't don't buy one from scalpers. Don't pay a high price for it. Literally, just just wait for the system to come out if you're so really want it. If those games are available for Wii U, regardless of if you're going to pay $60 or not, are you going to be playing all the games that's on that system? Or are you just going to be playing a few? I know you don't want to do it with your kids and things of that nature. And I completely understand that. But, hey... You know, just everybody just wait and be calm. The game will come out. I mean, they're going to be making more. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're probably going to see plenty of them flood the market after holiday, quite potentially, to the point where it actually satisf- satisfies demand. And, uh, you know, there's, there's more from there. Um, but I, I think as irritating as it is, I think what they did was actually kind of smart because it's going to get a whole lot of people clamoring for it and uh with any luck that that clamoring and that demand will carry into the new year as uh stock starts trickling out again um quite potentially seeing uh, on a smaller scale uh the success that the we had just because of the the scarcity yeah. i think you I I'm, then this is just my assumption. I think it'll probably be two to three weeks that we get a restock for it, because it, it don't look like there's it's going to take much to make the system again, uh, to ship out. Uh, but hopefully they, you know, they're. I'm going to Nintendo try to do their best. They didn't expect people, because my thing is this: people been hard on Nintendo for their consoles and some of their games recently. So why does a uh, old school console like this makes people want to come out and buy more? You know, like kind of not want to show their support for Nintendo. Like what happened to the support of, for the Nintendo when the Wii U came out? 
like, why haven't you got some of their past games and stuff? I understand that a lot of these games have been available on the eShop, but there's parents and stuff who don't even know about the eShop. And, yes, even though this is kind of like a plug-and-play and it's nostalgia, I'm, to me, personally, not all the good games are on the NES Mini. I mean, you got a collection of good games and stuff, but they've been available for people to play in the past. Well, keep in mind, too, let's be honest, as much as we want it and we love it, that thing was not made for us. That was yes. made to grab the lapsed audience. And by God, it did. It did, yeah. So, um, Sorry, guys, I had a little connection issues there. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a connection for you. Hey. Give you the oh. Mexican connection. Hey! <laughs> congestion, congestion, what's your function? Yeah. Oh, fuck's sakes. Anyways, um, something else that we, we touched on just briefly, and I actually had intentions of getting to a little bit deeper. Um, uh, word on the, uh, word to the wise, word up on the street, is that the next Telltale game in the works is Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, any hopes, any thoughts, any excitement? Are you hoping that they they go you know off of the uh, the film or more off of the comic book series itself? Pretty much don't care. Really? I, yeah. If if they do their own story like Telltale has been doing, I think it will be cool. Um, but until they don't fix their stupid engine that doesn't work, I won't play another Telltale game. Uh-oh. Somebody's got issues with Telltale. Yeah, I mean, their games are awesome. They have very cool stories, and uh, their artwork is spot on sometimes. Oh, my God, is their engine garbage. Like, it's so slow and jaggy, and it lags all the time, and it drops frames. It's just like all kinds of run. I don't, I, I don't so, get it. So pretty much everything that Bethesda's make Bethesda and Rockstar makes, correct? No. Bethesda or North Rockstar drop frames like Telltale. Oh, then No, they don't. No, they don't. No. Well, here's, here's a thought for you on that. Skyrim oh. on PS3 because who? <laughs> uh, okay, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That was, that was the PS3 awful architecture. I'm talking about PC man, like even on PC, Telltale Xbox games don't work. PS3 was a bit powerful than Xbox 360. Yeah, but it was harder to develop for because of the architecture. Because folks was lazy during that time. Here's a more important question for you, though, when it comes to this kind of thing: How much does it really actually matter, given the nature of the way that uh, the Telltale games are done? You know, these aren't super, you know, action-oriented games where you know. Keeping uh, the the frame rate locked at you know 60, 60 frames per second, you know, is uh, a huge ordeal. You know, these are games that are uh, a little bit slower paced, a little more thought out, more story centric. You know, take a take about thirty seconds and make a choice for a character kind of thing. Well, the problem, at least with me, is like I I, I have you know a somewhat older computer now, and yes, I. 
I've been playing games since the Super Nintendo days, and I am very familiar with slowdowns on games. Mm-hmm. As long as it doesn't take you out of the experience, the slowdowns are fine. Problem with Telltale games is that you make a decision, and the game tries to load. <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? We're in this scene already. What else are you trying to load? Like, what's going on here? It takes, like, it just takes you out of where you are at the moment. And in a story-driven game like The Walking Dead or uh, The Wolf Among Us, which, again, I was super excited to play. And as soon as it slowed down, it, I was just like, I'm, I, I can't play this anymore. Is that more it's, mostly on PC? Speaking mostly sorry? That's mostly for PC, right? Not really console. What? Uh, Telltale Games development, like, like it's janky on PC, but not janky. No, on no, it's on consoles, dude. I, I well, I have well, I hope to well, I'll see because I got Batman the Telltale game, like I said, and I'm gonna start it tonight, like after, um, uh, we have our good conversation that we're having now. And I'm going to try a little bit of it and just see how it is. Because I haven't, I haven't tried played a P, uh, Telltale game since uh, um, Back to the Future on the Wii. So kind of want to see how it is like now on a system like Xbox One or PS4. Like a more, a little bit more stabilized. Still stabilized Still jaggy. It's it's not great. They need to fix their engine. I think they should just like destroy it and start again from the ground. <laughs> destroy it and start all over again. Yep. Just take it uh, to the orphanage. So, and yeah. And go to another adoption agency. Yeah, but Gardens of the Galaxy. So, yeah. So last thing I want to touch on. Because uh, I haven't had anything for this in a in a good you know several weeks, uh, I want to touch on here's the pitch for a minute because uh, I I've got something I want to bring up here and to be completely honest, it's not really a uh, game specific, but I want to pitch something just from a a company idea. We need uh, so here's here's my brilliant idea. What we need is a company to start manufacturing blank. NES, Genesis, and Super Nintendo cartridges, as along with um, the uh, the read write ports, with just a, a direct USB connection, so that you can actually take and you know like great, brilliant for indie developers. You can buy you know an order of maybe like a hundred, two hundred, five hundred blank carts. Make a, a Super Nintendo game, or an NES game, or a Genesis game, and you can read-write them onto those cards, print yourself some labels, slap them on, and you can actually sell out physical copies of NES games and Super and Genesis games because those systems, those physical systems, are getting back into people's hands because of stuff like the Retrons and whatnot, and things like the Superboy. Um I think there's a there's a brilliant untapped market for that, and I think that for a lot of us that are buying stuff like the Retrons, um, you know, these are the people that pay attention to this kind of thing and want to go back and visit that. It would love to have a, a new 8-bit Nintendo game or a new Genesis or a new Super Nintendo game to play on their old system. So like and a, like I, a, a brilliant idea, game? like homebrew. Yeah, 
Absolutely. But I'm telling you, man, you know, you you could very easily I I, I can only fathom that there's got to be a market out there for it where, you know, uh, a company could potentially buy the rights, I, I, I can only suspect, to uh, manufacture blank cartridges and the, uh, and the read-write ports and, uh, you know, sell those to, uh, you know, indie developers at a reasonable cost so that way they can, you know, make their game and stick it on an NES cart and put it up for sale somewhere and say, hey, I've got this super awesome indie game. You can buy it for five bucks on Steam, or for twenty dollars, you know, I'll ship you a physical copy that you can plug into your Super Nintendo. There are companies that do that already, though. It, it seems to me because I know there's been a couple, but I almost wonder if part of the reason we don't see more of it is that there isn't really a readily available supply uh, or manufacturer of those blank cartridges. Yeah, maybe. Because I think if that was out there, I think we could, we could, and probably would see a lot more of that. Because I yeah, would totally perhaps. pay for that. I would love to make a Super Nintendo game or an NES game. Um, actually, one other thing that wasn't on the list uh, in the show notes, but I'm just curious because it's been a it's been a, a while now. Um, Adrian, do you get to talk about sales numbers for Tuna Cycle, how it did? Uh, I don't have them with me, though, but I can, I can try to find them for next, uh, next week. Well, um, just, just Adrian, in general. uh, can I also ask, do you have an indie watch for something? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. I was really? just like, hey, hold on. Are we really doing uh, this? Yes, yes, I forgot about it. The, prof- the professionalism. <laughs> uh, no, um, recently it was announced, uh, and it comes out this Friday, which is a weird day to come out at the same day as Pokemon, but, I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, Rambo, which is uh, one of my favorite indie games and one of my favorite Wii U exclusives, uh, it's not exclusive anymore because it's coming to Steam. Um, which is like great, uh, but kind of disappointing for some reasons. Uh, disappointing because Steam got rid of. Um, they used to have like a four pack or like a party pack deal that you can buy, so you could buy like four keys of the same game uh-huh. and then give the other ones to your friends. Uh, that doesn't exist anymore. So if I I was super excited, I was just like, oh, I'm gonna buy four keys, gonna give it to my friends, so we're gonna be playing Rambo online. That can't happen anymore. So, um, but yeah, it is still it it is coming out. Uh, I think it's gonna be fifteen bucks? Question mark. Don't quote me on that. And um, yeah, it's gonna be on Steam. Uh, I'll be able to play with my friends who don't have a Wii U. Uh, so that makes me really excited. And you had another game also. Okay, now I'm lost. I don't remember what the other game was. My goodness, Actually, everybody. Steam World Dig is going to uh, Steam World Heist is going to be on Steam. Oh, uh, oh, really? I didn't know that. You, that's the one that you mentioned. You didn't mention Rumbo. Did they really mention Steam World? That's really? what you mentioned. Yes, yeah, that's what you mentioned in the chat. This is the back behind the scenes stuff, everybody. Oh, I don't remember. 
<laughs> SteamWorld Heist and SteamWorld Dig are coming uh, jointly to the uh, Wii U as well. Yeah, I've I seen the physical copies. Of it. No, 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 no. I did say Rumbo. No, you said SteamWorld Dig. No, Steam look Heist. at this. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm sending you a screenshot. <laughs> um... But no, but yeah, uh, uh, Steam World has and Steam World Dick. Uh, I think they got released just today. Today's Tuesday, yes, on on Wii U physical copy. So I am super stoked uh, to get my hands on that. A uh, question for you on on the uh, subject of Runbo. When does the uh, Wii U physical copy for Runbo hit? I think it's out now. Is it? I yeah. haven't seen it. I've, I, I got remember. two copies. I haven't fucking seen it yet. Yeah, I got two copies that came to my job, so it sh- it should be really? out. Yeah, it should be out by the time this episode is out. Um, but yeah, it, what's it, the price it, point on that? Is that twenty bucks? I think so. I didn't get the. Ch- uh, I got to check it tomorrow for price. Um, it, uh, it, it was very weird that we got it. At, I got it at my job, but it didn't come with a street date on it. So I was just like, uh. Hmm? Oh. Okay, uh, Ed is right. It is out. Uh, I am very sad because it's not available on any retailer here other than Amazon, and it is sold out on Amazon. Ah, it breaks my heart. But you own it already for the eShop. Um, yeah, but I wanted I wanted a physical copy, so every time I go to like a friend's house or something, I can bring that as a party game instead of bringing my really? Wii U with my hard drive. Really? Are you going to bring it, Adrian? Because you know you'll just bring your Shovel Knight along and tell folks to No! Play. Why would I bring Shovel Knight? It's a single-player game. Because you want to see people play Then it's co-op. You want to see No, people. no, no. I, I hate watching people play Shovel Knight. Everybody's so bad. But see, that's what makes it fun. <laughs> no, it's not. It's terrible. Oh, it's absolutely infuriating when you're playing Shovel Knight with somebody that Hold fucking on. sucks. Can I ask a question? Oh my god, it's Hold so on. bad. Does it does it infuriate you to the point where when you go home you you start playing it so you can like recuperate from <laughs> from the badness that you just witnessed? I I, I can't stand watching someone awfully play. I'm talking Shovel about did you go home and play it again, play it so you can forget the memories. Oh, I play I play Shovel Knight more than I breathe. But anyway, no. Did you that is, say that fact, Shovel Knight has taken your social life and potentially dug a grave for it and buried it alive? Does he have a social life? That shovel? I don't have a social life, please. Oh, man. I, I'm just super sad that I miss Rambo. I don't think I'll be able to, be able to find it, though. Let's you see. will. We'll come around um, again. I don't know. It's Canada, man. We don't get many stuff. You know, there, there's always the Amazons. They're sold out. It's sold out on Amazon. That's your problem. Where It'll they, restock. There's always strippers, so, you know. There's always strippers? What? Well, I mean, you know, strippers tend to make most I people mean, feel yeah. better. See, Who doesn't feel better with a pair of nice titties in their face? But see, when their pimps come along and try to smack them, you know, they got to run. And sometimes hide in different colors so that the pimp won't see. So, but that might be a different, uh, and no, everybody's not beating them. And he's gone off the deep end. <laughs> and he's just lost his fucking mind. <laughs> and he's envisioning like fucking stripper, you know, 
a pimp named Slick back. Keep the pimp hand strong edition of Runbo. Can, can I tell you that I actually posted him on my Twitter page after Trump said something ridiculous and, I, and, and, and she said something about the black people and I put a picture with uh, a pimp named Slick back putting his glasses down looking at the screen. Be like, did you just hear this? Black people, black communities, did you just hear this nonsense that this man is saying? Oh, yeah, uh, he's, he mentioned why the pimps don't get taxed. And we was just like, wait, what? <laughs> I was just like, you, pimping is illegal. Why are you trying to tax in something that's illegal? You can't, you're not supposed to be pimping. not illegal in Nevada, and frankly, it should be legalized everywhere. Sex work is legitimate work. Well, depending on There's how my the girls look. Thing today. Which is funny, that brings me to Cops. I've been watching it. Uh, I cut it on my Xbox when I was watching on YouTube and seeing the uh, yeah. the prostitution stings and stuff and just laughing and be like, ooh, y'all pay $150 for these ugly hookers? My goodness. Y'all could have done better at a sex shop. This is, these hooks, they don't got no teeth. They hair look jab and they want to charge you $150? Wow. Well, see, they're, they're doing it for America. You put a flag over their face and do it for your country. I, I, I guess. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Hi, Adrian. Oh, Lord. Adrian. Anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm out of shit to talk about. I, we, we've hit everything I wanted. Uh, guys, anything that you want to do? Well, um, let's do our plugs. Adrian. Would you like to go ahead and plug your stuff? I think Adrian died again. Oh, goodness. Well, Larry. Yeah, died again. How would you uh, go ahead and plug some stuff for World One One? There's some great deals and stuff that you've been posting. And um, actually, deals have been a little on the slow side, a little on the quiet side. I'm sure everything's going to fucking blow up for Black Friday. Yeah. Um. If you pay attention throughout the internet, you're starting to see some of the Black Friday ads leaking out already. Watch those. Make make your plans accordingly. Or, you know, be the smart person. For fuck's sake, just stay home and go do Cyber Monday. Uh, that being said, you oh, know, if I do uh, see anything super outstanding, I will totally post it up on the Facebook page, along with the other assortment of things that are coming out there. Um, you know, uh, today, you know, we had some wonderful stuff getting posted by Adrian and by Eddie. Uh, some Yay. some delightful original written content that you should all definitely go read. Uh, Destiny is not my bag, but it's still a cool fucking read. Um, go check that shit out. Um, Adrian has some you know wonderful thoughts that he shared some of with us about Mario Run and all the bullcrap that everybody's bitching about with the price on that. Uh, stop bitching about the price on it. It's going to be an awesome game and it's totally worth ten, more than ten bucks. So shut the hell up and buy it. Um, other than that, yeah. Like us and follow us on Facebook, whatever the fuck Facebook makes you do for our page. Um, beyond that, we are, of course, out at archive.org. Um, links are on the Facebook page. Um, yeah, also up on SoundCloud. i got to talk to Adrian. Again, the, the goal is by the, the end of the year, the beginning of next year, to get the, uh, the RSS feed for the archive site fixed. So that we can uh, string that directly to uh, YouTube or uh, iTunes, rather, mm -hmm. and get that shit going right proper. So we appreciate everyone that's you know been holding with us for that. In the meantime, um, I swear to Christ, it's coming. 
Um, it's just we're in the middle of fucking holidays. It's not going to happen until January. Yeah, it's sorry. I I just came back. It's not easy to uh, get that set up, and it's something that I've never done. So it's it is taking time. Uh, I do apologize to everyone for that, though. Uh, I shall try my best. Don't to apologize. Get it going. It's the fucking holiday season, and we're all busy. Yeah, Adrian, yeah I guess. So. Uh, go ahead and plug your stuff. What you got for us? Uh, NBC Video Game Book Club. Uh, go on the Facebook group. Uh, yes. Join there. Play games with us. Uh, then let's talk about it. Um, TheFirstMachine.com. Follow all our social media. And... That's it? I, I Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to plug. Okay. That's it. <laughs> so, everybody, I'm going to plug my stuff. I have my own podcast, Optional Opinion, which you guys can find at the TheNomalousRadioNetwork.Podbean.com, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and other podcast apps. I'm also part of Team Nerd, so you could check out a podcast connected that I do with Corey and Kyle. Corey from DNA Network dot um, net. I oppose Team Nerd. I'm on Team Geek instead. <laughs> oh wow! Did you say Kinks? <laughs> Did you say Kinky Kinky Geeks? No, Team Geek. Oh, team, team Nerd and Team Geek. Team Nerd. <laughs> um, I I do write for uh Team Nerd and do uh the podcast. Um, my next one, uh, hopefully you guys will be able to check out, will be Titanfall 2. Um, and I am working on Watch Dogs, too. So hopefully uh, uh, I'll be getting that one together. Um, you can find me on skirmishfrogs.com where I write a series called The Moment, uh, where I talk about retro games and how it affects my personal life. Continue to check out World 101. I'm doing 40 Days of Destiny. So I'm journaling all my experience with the game and i'm trying to be a little bit satirical a little snipey but a little bit fair um they're great reads uh so do check it out um week two has just released uh so do check it out on world one one uh facebook page and uh laugh along with it and you know hear some of my thoughts about it um i write my optional opinion blogs on uh optional opinion blog.wordpress.com i think that's it um so you can check it out there. Also, I write on IGN.com under Anime, E-N-I-M-E, where you can check out optional opinion blogs there. Um, my new, my next feature is not ready yet. Um, it will probably be one in December. Um, I just haven't got, got any ideas yet and stuff. But I will have a new feature for 2016 ready to go in December. Um you can find me on Twitter at that retro code. You can follow. Um, you can join me on Xbox Live under the lyrical one, capital D A capital L Y R I C A L, the number one. Um, you can friend me on PSN as O Comical O K A M I C A L, and we do optional opinion and capital letters all one word. And you can find more information on our World One One uh, Facebook page. Um, other than that, um, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. We thank you for the discussions that you're having us with us. Uh, thank you for the commenting. Uh, thank you for enjoying our podcast and uh, laughing along with us and hearing. Oh our yeah, Eddie. And stuff. Speaking of laughing, did you hear Watch Dogs is getting a spinoff? What's it called? Listen, cats. Oh God. <laughs> well. Yeah, let's just go now. Let's. <laughs> Just end the show All now. aboard the Amtrak of adulting. <laughs> Ain't no brakes on the rape train. <laughs> and with that, everybody, 
Have a good week. Have a good weekend. And we are. Oh my goodness, I can't stand you. <laughs> I'm still trying to recover. I'm still trying to recover for the AO2R uh, episode. Is what you and your thoughts about that? Helicopter penis. <laughs> and with that, everybody. And with that, everybody. We are out. <laughs> Bye. Bye.